beginning of our show. Will we make it out alive? With Amy the Poop Detective and Jan the Magical Mapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope to make it out alive from this episode. Hello and welcome to Will We Make It Out Alive? I'm Amy the Poop Detective. And I'm Jen the Magical Mapper. This is episode 22, Just Say No to Plastic. In this episode, we will learn more about Moldemort, a.k.a. he who must not be maimed, and how you can ditch plastic this July. It's going to be a short episode this month, but we wanted to get you the information so you can prepare for plastic-free July, which is in a couple weeks. In July. (laughs) In July, because that's why they call it plastic-free July. Right. But more about that in a minute. First, we just like to take a minute to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and anti-racism. We stand with Black Lives Matter. Environmental and social justice are intimately linked. You cannot create a sustainable society without addressing social justice. Black, Indigenous, and people of color are suffering from multiple public health emergencies, from police brutality to environmental pollution, and even increased risk of illness with COVID-19, among so many other things. I mean, Flint still doesn't have clean drinking water. Yeah, seriously, what the... Mm. Yeah, it's so disgusting. We need to do a better job of stopping institutionalized racism and creating something better for the world. There are some things happening in the GIS world around social justice and public health, and I'm not an expert by any means, but if you want to see some of them, check out Black Girls Map, which is M-A-P-P, and I'll put a link to that in our show notes. They've got some really great information up there. Excellent. Now, let us speak about he who must not be maimed. Hmm. So to start us off today, I thought we'd just talk a little bit about some of the fabulous nature viewing that's been happening in our very own yards. Fabulous. So entertaining. Yes, I feel like there's lots of this on the interwebs and um, we have a few stories a little bit closer to home even. Mm -hmm. For example, in my yard, we have some little red squirrels. Oregon squirrels, Oregon red squirrels. I'm pretty sure that's what they are. It's mm. a technical name. Uh-huh. And my fiance, because he loves me very much, got me this amazing <laughs> squirrel feeder for Valentine's Day. It's a unicorn head, like a plastic unicorn head about yay big, which you can't see because <laughs> I'm just talking. It's yay big. But yay. It's like two handfuls big sized and you put nits in it and then after you put the nits in it it makes the squirrels go magical because Um, the squirrels go inside the unicorn head where the seed and nuts are and then they look like squirrel body unicorn head it's it's magical it's so magical it's given me hours and hours of entertainment in fact Maybe I'll start my own um, squirrel YouTube one of these days with I mean, my spare time. I think you should. You were, It was providing me with minutes of entertainment, and then you quit posting the videos, and it was very disappointing. 
Yeah, it's sad because I'm still taking videos every day. I just don't post <laughs> That's them. That's so rude. But see, that will be like the paid for content, Jen. <laughs> you get like three freebies to start and then you have to start paying if you want to see more magical squirrel action. That's so mean. And then, you know, lots of bird sightings, that kind of stuff. Just keeping it, you know, the little things these days to just watch out your window. Mm-hmm. Our good friend, she actually has been waging a war with a critter in her yard. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it a war. Well, it's something else now, but it started out that way. Well, it started out by her naming him Moldemort, he who must not be maimed. It's true. So they had a mole. It started out super friendly, though, because it was like, let's take a bet on where the mole's going to dig its new hole tomorrow and whoever's closest wins. So she was placing bets in her family with her kids. They were using like a hula hoop to try to see where the mole is going to put its next hole. And it just, you know, all over the place. One day it was on the opposite side of the yard. The next day it was right next to the holes that had dug before and very irritating. So she was on the interwebs sharing these images and videos with us. Also like during the day of the soil moving as the (laughs) mole was, you know, in there digging, pushing soil up. Yep. So then she... Uh, did a lot of research, got a lot of helpful hints from people on Facebook. They ordered a hundred pinwheels that they had to assemble. Yeah, <laughs> like they had to put them it, together. They were cheaper if you got these ones that they came flat and you assemble them, and so that's what they got. And they got a hundred of them. There was like eighty some in their yard. They didn't go all the way. What's up with that? I mean. That's probably why the mole's still there. Probably, yeah. And then she also found online like a YouTube of how to like put a can or something in the ground and you like block off the, you dig down into the passageway and below the passageway you put the can and then you kind of block around the passageway with rocks and the idea is the mole will just like fall fall into the bucket. Well, like a day or two later, they'd put a piece of wood over the top of where all this was happening and they picked it up and the mole had just filled the thing with dirt. So they dumped it out. <laughs> and then the next time the mole filled the thing with dirt and then just filled the whole tunnel in with dirt. So yeah. it was, you know, it's getting real. Getting real. Every day, another adventure with Moldemort. Yep. And now she's kind of convinced that probably they have babies down there. And so Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to hurt the mole, but she really wants to see it. So she ordered a live trap, which apparently you have to really mess up your yard to install them. Oh, really? Typically much more than the mole itself (laughs) does in damage to your yard. So, But they're going to do it not to catch the mole and remove it they're going to do it to catch the mole and see it and then they're going to release it in case it has babies so Mm -hmm. you never know what kind of fun adventures you can find in your own yard exactly yeah my yard has been a disappointment in that regard animal desert an animal desert although i did see a humongous hornet on my fence and i id'd it with my iNaturalist app and it was not a murder hornet technical name yeah it was i can't remember oh yeah bald-faced hornet yeah 
they're pretty big, but not anywhere near as big as the yeah. giant Asian hornets. Yeah. Murder hornets, otherwise right. known as. So that was the most excitement I've had. It's pretty sad, Jen yeah. Jen. Pretty sad. Yeah. So, Amy. Yes, Jen. Have you heard of Plastic Free July? By golly, I have. Oh, what do you think of when you hear that term? I think of not using plastic for a single month, July, and then I think, but how could I live? (laughs) Have you participated before? No, I have not. I'm kind of scared of it, honestly. Well, you shouldn't be scared. So the goal isn't necessarily to go completely plastic free for the month, but to be more aware of how much plastic you're using and to try to reduce your single-use plastic consumption specifically. But you can go further or do less, you know, based on whatever you, however you want to participate. But I wanted to talk to you about it this month. So you and our listeners have time to kind of come up with some goals for yourself and think about how you can implement them. Nice. So when you sign up, you can challenge yourself to go completely plastic free. You can focus on single use items or you can focus on the big four takeout items, which are bags, straws, coffee cups, and bottles. You also don't have to commit to the whole month, but you can choose to take the challenge for a week or even just one day. Oh, well, this sounds easier already. Exactly. So I took the challenge last year for the first time with the goal to not use single use plastics for the month and I failed big time. But it did make me much more aware of just how much single-use plastic I was using. And I did kind of have a plan. So I was traveling to the big GIS conference in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So I thought it might be harder. But a few strategies I had were to bring my own refillable water bottle and coffee travel mug. And I also brought my own canvas shopping bags because I typically come home with at least some cool map books and I do a little shopping while I'm down there, even if just for groceries or whatever. And typically I don't have a bag with me, so I have to use a plastic bag or whatever they have. Mm -hmm. So thinking ahead, planning ahead. And Esri actually helped me out by changing some of their practices. They gave everyone a reusable stainless steel water bottle at the beginning of the conference, which was super cool. And they had water refill stations set up all around the conference center. One place it was difficult while traveling to use less plastic was when eating, though. Mm. I ate at restaurants a lot, but when I needed to grab food to take along, such as at breakfast, I really had to think about options without plastic. And there weren't really a whole lot. And I definitely failed at times. But as I said, I was just very aware of everywhere I was coming into contact with plastic. So, like, I have a question. Mm -hmm. If I purchased something prior to July that lasted me through July, is that allowed? For example, I use creamer in my coffee. And Mm -hmm. I don't think I could go without that without stabbing everybody in my (laughs) near surroundings, which would be unfortunate. I think the idea is to do as much or as little as you want to and just become aware of it. And I mean, one thing you could do is think about, are there other options? Well, yeah, I could just drink the alcoholic version which comes in a glass (laughs) bottle, Irish cream. I mean, you know, are there other types of creamer that come in different containers? Are there different sources? Or is this one area where you're just going to continue to use it, but maybe other areas you could cut back in? I mean, and also do, you know, just do what you want. I do what I want. The idea is not to 
stock up on all your plastics before <laughs> I'm going to stock up on all my plastics before going into plastic free July just I know yeah. how to stock up on stuff now because I'm good stock right. up on food so next I just stock up on plastic actually that means I am probably pretty well stocked up on plastic right oh. so that's not the goal but just being aware of it and maybe thinking about it and thinking about can you make changes so I mean some of the practices are kind of becoming more difficult to implement during the pandemic mm -hmm. uh, because grocery stores aren't letting customers bring their own reusable bags. Right. And coffee shops aren't letting customers bring their own reusable mugs. Mm -hmm. I'm just making my own coffee at home to get around that. So some things that I'll be thinking about this year, while I'll likely be staying at home, <laughs> include food packaging. So I'll need to spend more time planning meals and thinking through all of the packaging involved in my groceries, thinking about are there substitutions I can make that will reduce my plastic use? Well, and this has been kind of a big one mm -hmm. uh, when you do get groceries delivered at least so far for me, I haven't tried to give them instructions otherwise, mm -hmm. but they wrap everything, like all the fresh fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. in plastic. Like I got bananas wrapped in plastic. I'm like, they yeah. bananas come in their own. Right. Same with the <laughs> avocado. I yeah. Don't, again, I think it's the people who are doing delivery for Instacart or whatever. They are thinking it seems cleaner mm -hmm. if, you know, they put it into plastic and are just touching the plastic bag and then you can take right. it out of the plastic bag but they still had to touch it to put it in the plastic bag and right and i i think it's the individual driver that does mm. that because um i've gotten groceries from instacart twice and one the first person yeah everything came in plastic and i'm like seriously <laughs> but then my second one i didn't put instructions either time and the second one almost nothing was in plastic the only mm -hmm. thing they put in plastic was cilantro and i'm like actually i usually put that in plastic could too. you actually put that one in plastic yeah, I, I mean i actually put that in plastic it too it stores so. in plastic a little bit better yeah. so i was okay with that one but everything else like my avocados they didn't put in plastic my bananas like hmm. well i've done it three times well. <laughs> and they've always put it in extra extra plastic so yeah. our total sample size that would be one right. out of five so i but i think what you could do is you know in the instructions request that they not put it in plastic and just kind of see what happens yeah but some other things i mean it's not completely cutting out plastic but you could buy in bulk versus buying like several small packages. Right. Also difficult to do because of the pandemic. There are actually a lot of bulk stuff is not available right now. Well, I mean, like when I mean buying in bulk, just buying bigger, the larger size package, you know, I buy the 20 pound bag of rice versus a one pound bag. Of I actually <laughs> buy rice by the single grain that's been <laughs> harvested by virgin hands in a virgin rice patty that's uh -huh. only been harvested once ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the bulk packaging actually even though it's a bigger package it's actually using way less materials than buying like 20 one pound size wrapped packages for example so and also fresh food is better than packaged food or convenience food so it may might take more time to, to actually cook and prepare meals you've got time it's a pandemic exactly so and it's just one month of course they encourage you to continue on past the month of july but you do what you want 
So um, I may need to get creative, but I'm committed. And it last year, it did make me definitely more aware of how much plastic I use. And since last year's challenge, I have made a few changes. So I no longer buy bottled shampoo or conditioner or face wash or hand soap. But instead, I use the bars, like shampoo bars and just bar soap and all that stuff for all of those. I bring my own reusable water bottle everywhere. I try to bring my coffee mug everywhere. Not right now, of course, but... <laughs> everywhere in your house, you're bringing it exactly. right now. <laughs> and I also bought some beeswax food covers and I'm trying to use those instead of like the plastic cling wrap. And I'm transitioning my storage containers to glass little by little. I'm not just like getting rid of what plastic I have, but as it wears out or whatever, I'm replacing it with plastic instead. Right. And if you don't remember all the health nastiness yeah, associated with plastic, exactly. you can just listen to last uh, episode, which talks all about that. Yeah. I will say that I also do many of those things already. Mm -hmm. I haven't completely converted my shampoo, conditioner, face mm -hmm. wash, hand soap to bars, but I do have bar, shampoo, <laughs> conditioner, and body soap. Yeah. My face is very sensitive, though. That one might be harder. And yeah. then I'm pretty bad when I get out of the shower. I have, you know, my lotion is in oh, plastic uh -huh. and my I use hair product when I don't want my hair to look all straight and smooth <laughs> like this. Mm -hmm. We have the beeswax food covers mm -hmm. and are also transitioning storage to glass. We do have quite a bit of glass, but mm -hmm. I find never quite enough. And especially right. right now, because we've been making a lot of meals where we can freeze a part of them so yes. we're trying to keep our freezer full mm -hmm. and so oh, we have actually been dipping completely into like our tupperware or plastic <laughs> container reserves yep and i'm like i'm so glad we still had some of those because like i was kind of especially when i moved recent somewhat recently and i was like oh i'll just get rid of all this because i don't want to use plastic anymore and now i'm like well it's nice to have a little bit of it around mm -hmm. and also it's really nice to have a little bit of it for things like camping stones. yes stuff because Definitely. it's light and I don't care if it breaks or get lost or Absolutely. it's not glass that I'm breaking in the woods or whatever. Yes. So there's still some yep. some reasons for some stuff until we get better products. Yes, definitely. So, I mean, there are definitely a lot more changes that I can make, but I mean, start where you can. It's hard to make all the changes all at once. So, the idea is to become more aware and just start making small changes where you can or do as much as you want. So you can go to the plasticfreejuly.org website. We'll put that link in our show notes to sign up and to get ideas. They have a bunch of ideas listed on their website. They have ideas for if you're just getting started, small things that you can do, or if you're kind of more into it, like both you and I are, like we've already made some changes, additional changes that you can make or additional things you could think about. They also send out a weekly newsletter during the challenge with more tips and kind of stories from the community about what community members are doing. And yeah, it's just full of information. It's fun to do. So Amy, are you going to take the challenge? I'll consider. Hmm. Well, I've already signed up. Good job, Jen. I support. So follow us along on our social media channels in July to see how we're doing, or at least how I'm doing, and maybe how Amy's doing. Well, Jen will have to figure out how to post to Facebook first to share that information <laughs> with you guys, so... <laughs> I just forward it to Amy and hope she posts it. <laughs> but good luck, everyone. Woo! -hoo.
So there you have it. The end of episode 22. We hope that in this episode we haven't depressed you too much and that maybe you've learned a little something and are excited about the Plastic Free July challenge and that we have yet again inspired you to make it out alive and to be a better anti-racist. We introduced you to Moldemort and other critters we've begun to befriend during this pandemic and we also introduced you to the concept of Plastic Free July. We hope you'll join us in the challenge and follow along with our efforts. And we hope you spend some time educating yourself to be an anti-racist. Social justice and environmental justice are intertwined. So in light of kind of a lot of things going on, both in our personal lives and in the world around us, we think that we might need to take a little bit of a break. So Jen and I are thinking that we will take the rest of the summer off and regroup early next fall and kind of see where we're at. Yes. And I think we'll still be around on social media. Yes, definitely. Keep your eye out for plastic free July postings. Mm -hmm. And I'll certainly try to keep posting anything that seems relevant considering all of the circumstances out there right now. Right. But we'll definitely be... I guess, leaving space and taking some time to sit with things and just try to become better humans. I don't know. Yeah. We've been doing this for a year and a half now, solid. So we're ready for a little breaky poo. Yeah. Emphasis on the poo part. (laughs) Don't want to make you too sad about it. No. So till next fall, we love you. Be safe and don't be a racist. And you are loved. And you are loved. Unless you're a racist. (laughs) Pretty much. Exactly. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, like TuneIn or CastBox or Himalaya, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening right now. And please let us know what you think at outoflifepodcast.com or facebook.com slash willwemakeitoutalive. Also, if you're more visually inclined, check out our YouTube page. I'm actually getting ready to uh, add some additional content up there. On our YouTube page? Yep. What kind of additional content? Maybe something I did in my cartography MOOC. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Until next time. Will Will we we make make it it out alive? This is Amy, the poop detective. Signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye from Jen the Magical Mapper as well. Peace out. This is the end of a song. I mean, this is the end of a show. Somebody wanted some music and I've always wanted to sing, you know. Don't be a racist. Yeah. Can't believe we're even having this conversation. Right. But I can, but I can't. Ugh.